Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. There's reportedly very little trade market for Lamar Jackson and very little market for him regardless of whether you were to trade for him or, you know, match that offer sheet. Unfortunately, it is silly season because free agency right around the corner. Trying to sift through fact from fiction here on Candy and Carlin, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Courtney Cronin, Aaron Goldhammer sitting in for the guys on this Thursday afternoon. And I remember I was on air on Tuesday, Aaron, when the trade franchise tag deadline passed. And we find out that the Ravens used the non-exclusive tag on Lamar Jackson, $32.4 million I know versus more about 45. franchise tags than I ever wanted to know. I don't know about you, but now, like, the non-exclusive tag has become part of the average football fan's lexicon over the last week. Hey, I mean, it's, it's such a rarely used tool because typically – we don't often see quarterbacks tagged, you know, that often. It's not something that happens every single year because right. typically if you get right. the franchise tag, there's some doubts about you being the guy going right. forward, which very clearly the Baltimore Ravens have. But using the non-exclusive franchise tag, the $32.4 million tender, allows Lamar Jackson next week when free agency starts. He does not have an agent. He represents himself. He has to wait until Wednesday to negotiate with teams to see if anybody else, any of the other 31 teams in the NFL, wants to match that offer sheet. And if they do, they'd have to give Baltimore two first-round picks in exchange for Lamar Jackson moving somewhere else. But we come back to this argument that I remember seeing on Tuesday. Diana Rossini reporting that the Falcons aren't interested in Lamar Jackson. John Keim reporting that Washington isn't interested in Lamar Jackson. So on and so forth. I find it, it hard to believe that a guy that like didn't that didn't want a 26 year old MVP quarterback. It was one of the weirdest hour long periods in NFL history that I can remember. Yeah, I find it hard to believe that that's the case. Again, this is silly season. This is rumor season. And maybe teams are trying to put out there, hey, we don't want, we're not interested in Lamar Jackson to try to make, to try to like, Limit the conversation of a sure. fully guaranteed deal coming sure. to the table where it's like, OK, we'll talk to you if that's not your sticking point, if that's not what you're seeking. And maybe that becomes the case. But what we know is that last year, the Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson got to a place where there was a contract offer extended to him. Two hundred fifty million dollars, roughly with one hundred thirty three million guaranteed. And if that's a five-year deal that he wants and he wants that fully guaranteed, I just feel like in speaking with people around the league, I spoke with a prominent agent today who has negotiated deals coming off of franchise tags and those, you know, that uh, fully guaranteed deals as well. It just feels like this is not – if he's looking for five years, 250, or anything north of what Lamar Jackson – There's not a team. There's not a team, right? I mean, I – you know, and I think that a lot of that, we could talk about the why. I mean, did the owners come together in a meeting and say, "We're I don't care if it's a franchise quarterback. We're not going to start offering those and let the Deshaun Watson deal in Cleveland become the norm across the NFL. But Courtney, I mean, I would just say, like, what's unfair to me about that is 
is Lamar Jackson really worth to an NFL team $230, $250 million guaranteed? I mean, if he's healthy, I think he is. He makes you must-see TV every Sunday. He'll put you on national TV four times a year. He'll increase your franchise's value. And what I don't like to see is over the course of the last, you know, couple of days, I've seen people start to drag Lamar back through the mud the way that he was in the pre-draft process. And I think that's really unfair. Take a step back. He's 26 years old. He's like 30 games over 500 as a starter. In an offense where he's never really had a good, let alone great wide receiver, full stop. Lamar Jackson is one of the seven best quarterbacks in the NFL. And if you root for one of those teams, like Atlanta or Indianapolis or Washington, I'd be furious today. Furious. I mean, you're telling me in in Colt land, since Andrew Luck retired, we've been playing musical quarterback chairs with a bunch of washed up guys every year from Matt Ryan to Carson Wentz to Phil Rivers and and we're not in on Lamar Jackson he's 26 years old like how how could Jim Irsay look us in the face and say we want to win the 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 commanders and what they've put their friend they're not interested in Lamar Jackson really if, for whatever and that's why fans it's so they have hard left. to believe because these are teams that are not good teams, more or less. Teams that have always had issues at the quarterback position. You can look at the Atlanta Falcons. You can look at the Jets. You can look at the you know, it's Houston Texans. For, the for, pa- for the all Panthers owner is one of the richest people in the world. He has the money to pay Lamar Jackson. He just doesn't want to. So, like, I would go to him and say, okay, well, obviously you don't want to win as much as the owner of the Cleveland Browns does. Well, the the sticking point is that Deshaun Watson and his contract offset the market, and it was the anomaly, not what was going to become the norm. We saw Kyler Murray get his deal, not a fully guaranteed contract. Before that, we saw Russell Wilson get his contract. Remember, that was the one right around the time that Deshaun Watson got traded from Houston to Cleveland, got his fully guaranteed deal. We were all wondering, what's Russ's thing going to look like? It didn't look anything close to a fully guaranteed deal, and the idea that owners have gotten together and said, hey, looking around the room, Kind of like uh, the scene in The Office where Michael Scott and all of them are like, you know, playing whatever the game is. They're all pointing their like finger guns at each other, trying to make sure that nobody else moves here. I just look at this thing and I say they're all trying to make sure that these deals don't happen again. So it's important to note that there has been no proof of collusion. We can all speculate about it, but it feels like where there's smoke, there's fire with this situation with Lamar Jackson. I mean, there might be some truth I think to that to because teams don't want to get a, to that. I think it's fair to say something is afoot. But, Courtney, I, I wonder, by the time we get to next Wednesday, some teams are going to start to have conversations with Lamar Jackson, I think. And, I mean, I, and that, I, if, if they just show that nobody is interested, like I think then all those teams are derelict in their responsibility to their fans. So the fun conversation to have here isn't like the one about collective bargaining agreements. and The, the one that I want to have is – Give give me some teams that like haven't been brought up yet that could end up being destinations. Let let me throw one out to you because Bill Barnwell came out with this list of 16 teams, which is half the league, ranking them in order of who should really be going after Lamar Jackson. And he's got – let me give you an example of one that surprised me. I think the Patriots have to think about this. For example, they have the greatest coach of all time, but only for a couple more years. Right now, they have no offensive identity whatsoever, 
And last year they had one of the best defenses in the league, so good that they were still in the playoff mix the last week of the regular season. They have Mac Jones, who's fine, but they now have offensive coaches again with Bill O'Brien coming in who are qualified to be offensive coaches in the NFL. Well, doesn't what Belichick want to get Super Bowl number seven? Wouldn't it behoove Robert Kraft to seriously consider this? I'm surprised the Patriots are 12th on Barnwell's list. If I was a Patriots fan, I would be screaming at the top of Faneuil Hall and Fenway Park. Bring Lamar Jackson to Boston so that we can get the seventh Super Bowl and Belichick can match Brady. I don't think it would be the worst idea. That's another team, though, that when the news of him getting franchise tagged with the exclusive tag came out, that was a team that was, quote, not expected to come after Lamar Jackson. And, you know, they're deciding against trying to bring in Jackson. I mean, them deciding not to do that doesn't come as too much of of a surprise because they seem like they, at least for right now, are committed to Mac Jones as their starter going into 2023. But you can't argue that Lamar wouldn't be a significant upgrade over a Mac Jones because this is somebody who was a first-round draft pick in 2021. And, you know, two years into this thing, we have a ton of questions about him. It was an experiment that kind of backfired last year. Now they have a, a situation where Bill O'Brien comes into try to write the ship. I feel like if you had Lamar Jackson in the fold, it wouldn't be the worst thing in in the world to try to put this thing back on track. At least you covered a team in Chicago where when they came on the Red Zone channel on a Sunday, oh, I stood up. I didn't know what Justin Fields was going to do next. It was exciting. The Patriots were a nap on offense this past year. You, you, they had a better chance of scoring, it felt, at times when they were on defense than when they were on offense. So that's one team. I'll throw out another team for you. Because Falcons and Panthers, you know, some of those commanders, some of those are obvious. I am surprised the San Francisco 49ers aren't higher on this list. They're 15. They can't be. They can't be. Let's just go ahead and rule this out with a common sense argument. Where's their first round pick that they're going to be giving back to the Baltimore well, Ravens? They cannot do it. They can't but, do it. You're not going to be giving Courtney, out two Courtney, future first-round picks when you have multiple issues at the quarterback they, spot. They could do it after the draft. Could they not? I believe that that's the way the rule works, that if they wanted to actually consummate the trade with Baltimore after the draft, then the picks would just roll into the 2024 draft and the 2025 and, draft. And why would you want to give up that sort of compensation when you're a team that has already lost your first-round picks for the next couple of years because of the trade that you pulled off for Trey Lance? Isn't that too much? Like, at some point, you can't fault teams. I'm trying to play devil's advocate here. Yeah. You can't fault teams for looking at this and saying, gosh, it's an expensive price tag because if Lamar wants a fully guaranteed deal, if he wants something that is super, super expensive – and you have to give up two first-round picks to get it? I can't fault teams for looking at that and saying, gosh, that's just a price that we're not willing to pay. If he stays healthy and plays well, there's no price too high for a healthy Lamar Jackson to me. Now, part of the reason why no one wants to pay the Deshaun Watson contract, Courtney, is because Deshaun Watson didn't play very well. Like, don't you think that that factors in? Imagine if the Browns had ended up making the playoffs and making a little bit of a run then I think there would be more pressure on different owners to be a little bit more aggressive to find the quarterback. San Francisco has everything in place. And they were winning last year with Mr. Irrelevant, a seventh-round pick. If you put Lamar Jackson on their offense, I think that they would win a Super Bowl or two. But I guess, you know, they would have to do some fancy things and take a risk. And yes, there would be – it wouldn't be easy – but I just, if I'm in San Francisco, I'm at least 
coming up with the PowerPoint presentation to present the notion that they should consider it. It would make sense, but I go back to what the reality is. They gave up all of this draft capital to try to get Trey Lance to move up the draft board in March of 2021. It hasn't panned out yet. Will it? I don't know. Both their quarterbacks are injured. I think Lamar Jackson would be a great fit in that offense if I'm just looking at it from a perspective of not worrying about the cost, but the bill always comes due. That's a very pricey price tag that would be attached to him. And, And here's what I want people to understand. When we talk about the fully guaranteed deal, the idea that he wants this five-year contract north of $250 million, north of 230 Let's put it at 230 because that's what Deshaun Watson got from sure. the Cleveland Browns. Sure. The NFL has this funding rule that has not been done away with in the CBA despite the NFLPA really pushing for it. So that requires teams to pay a gigantic portion of a guaranteed contract within the first year of any deal. So if you have a deal, let's say 230 let's just go ahead and do the Deshaun Watson situation and, and like carbon copy that for Lamar Jackson. You're, what, which team can pay, I don't know, roughly like half of that? Which team has that much in escrow that they can put out a, north of $125 million in one year, in year one of this deal, and guaranteeing that to your quarterback. That's why teams don't want these fully guaranteed deals. It's too expensive. Even for billionaire owners, not every billionaire can afford to do business that way because not every team deals in cash versus the cap the way that a team like the Cleveland Browns do and other teams that are just a lot wealthier than others. And I know that we're kind of splitting hairs here, but that's what it boils down to of why teams, if this collusion thing, if somehow this can be proven, even though the NFLPA has said that the the NFL agreed to nix these fully guaranteed deals, that is what they are claiming. They've been claiming it for about a year now. There's a reason for it because of the funding rule and because of the amount of money that teams are saying, hey, we can't afford to do deals like this. It's bad for business for us because we're not going to be able to field a roster elsewhere. Yeah. Like That's yeah. what this thing boils down to. Yeah, I, there I, are miss, plenty of- I miss Al Davis. He, isn't he the guy that would just – I know his son's still around. But isn't he the guy that would just come in and say, to hell with it. I'm paying the $230 million. I mean, Courtney, I, I, I think they could put the money in escrow. Like David Tepper has the money to go into the escrow account. He's sure, worth $25 but not billion. Every owner does. It's just a matter of – Okay, Mike Brown doesn't. Okay, that's fair enough. It's the Cincinnati. Chicago Bears do not either. Teams that have not made money Correct. on the outside of owning the team itself, that's going to hurt them. And I think that there is some validity to what we have learned about the collusion argument and what has been speculated out there. I know that in talking with agents around the NFL, they believe that it very much has happened where teams are saying, hey, D and Jimmy Haslam – forget you guys don't ever do this again because we don't want to be responsible and be on the hook for these sorts of contracts and make this thing the norm you you know what's i can laugh about it but i'm in cleveland you know and i cover the browns more than any other nfl team and more than anything else you know the best thing about the watson deal so far is that it's just thrown the league into total chaos about this contract stuff there's so many reasons why it was a bad idea and he hasn't played well, and he stained the reputation of the organization. But, man, has it messed up the Baltimore Ravens for now. You cannot die uh, on anything else other than that. So uh, yeah. it's pretty pretty funny how it's worked out. 
Kenny and Carlin, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. So let's just look at what Bill Barnwell has, because I'm, I'm curious. Triple eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Which trade destination that Barnwell has laid out do you think is the best for Lamar Jackson? So I'm going to go through this. The obvious ones, one through about 10. Falcons, Panthers, Jets, Colts, Raiders, Bucks. Dolphins, Bears, Texans, Titans. There are four teams in there that are in the top nine in the NFL draft order. The Falcons, the Panthers, the Colts, and Houston. They, I mean, that's not obviously the order in which they're drafting. It's Houston, Colts, uh, Atlanta, and then the Panthers. But regardless, they can either draft a quarterback or they could go try to get somebody in the veteran market. So there's those teams. The Titans are at 10. They're an interesting one because of what Rand Carthon, their GM, said last week about Ryan Tannehill. I personally think he started the clock on, on Ryan Tannehill, but that's a team that Barnwell has rounding out the top 10. And then there's the others. Commanders, Patriots, Lions, a team that no one's talking about. The Minnesota Vikings and the uncertainty about what's going to happen with Kirk Cousins beyond this season. The 49ers, as you mentioned, Aaron, and then the Green Bay Packers. I think that the final two, for me, I'm out on both of those because that's just that just doesn't feel realistic. The Lions and the Vikings, though, first off, me being in the NFC North, I would love to see it, but I just don't know that the draft capital it's going to take for a Lions team that has tried to build through the draft and what it would have to do to give up when Jared Goff had a really good season. And yeah. all things considered, things are trending the right direction. Yeah. you got to wonder, do you get off that horse right now because you have a shiny object waiting over here, or do you try to go all in with what you have? If the Lions, you know, they they had Stafford for a while, but I think an argument could be made that if they brought in Lamar Jackson, that he would be the greatest quarterback and one of the greatest players in franchise history. So, hell yes, I think that they should explore it. Um, And the Vikings are totally stuck in mediocrity. Courtney, you covered them for a long time. You know, if, I can't. If I'm with you. I cannot see that happening. But they're at least on the list. Like they're not yeah, well, completely. Well, oh, okay. So I, I just, uh, I don't know how they financially would make it work. Uh, the other moves that they'd have to make. Look, I know that the NFL salary cap, you know, is a is as much of a concept as it is a reality. You know, you can always flex it and make it dance and do things that you might want it to do. I just wonder, you know, if I'm them, I'm just kind of sick of being stuck. You know, in this spot, even in a year where it seemed like everything went right, you know, they were pulling off miracle comebacks and incredible 61 yard field goals and and they still lost in the first round mm-hmm. of the playoffs. So triple eight, say ESPN, eight, 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 seven, two, nine, three, seven, seven, six. This is sparking a great conversation. We want to know from you best trade destinations for Lamar Jackson. Shane in Phoenix, you're on Kenny and Carlin. What you got? How you doing, guys? Uh, thanks for taking well. the call. Um, so, I'm sorry about you, Vikings. You know, like, I, I think he would be amazing there, without question. I mean, all the weapons he would have, he'd, he'd be like a kid in a candy store. You know, Dalvin Cook and and, and Thielen and then... Jefferson. Uh, Jefferson. Uh, uh, Jefferson. He, it would be, he wouldn't even know how to act. You know what I mean? The whole reason that this is happening and why people are stuck on him getting getting injured and stuff like that. He's never had a number one or number two receiver in Baltimore. His offensive line is always shaky. He he doesn't have the time. He has to wait for Andrews to get open and he's a tight end. So there's no quick hit hit receiving yards, Mm -hmm. nothing like that. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, I well, think Chase, they do you, have team, do you have a team? Do you have a team that you think that he would be the Tampa best Bay. fit at? Tampa Bay? Tampa I mean, Bay. it makes sense. And Shane, thanks so much for the call. We're going to take more of your calls here. 888 say espn 888-729-3776. I like the Bucks, but I, it's a hard one to see because this is a team that's in salary cap hell right now and headed yeah. towards a rebuild. I can't yeah. see him wanting to go there, but I, yeah. I like the idea in theory. Right. R- remember, he has to sign the offer sheet, right, Courtney? So it's yep. th- this is not just a guy who's under contract and the team that has him can trade him wherever they want. This has to be a situation that also Lamar wants to enter himself into. So you have to factor that into your thinking when you come up with the right team also. I I don't know that Lamar really wants to go to Carolina or Atlanta anyway. But I do think he'd go to any team that would give him $250 million guaranteed dollars. I think he'd go play in the CFL, the XFL, the AAF, NFL Europe, any league. Spring they, league. Yes, if they offered him $250 million, a fan-controlled football, whatever that is, I think if they paid $250 million, he'd go play in it. Kenny and Carlin, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. We're going to get into your calls next. Where is the best landing spot for Lamar Jackson? Bring us your best offer. Triple eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Kenny and Carlin is presented by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Straight ahead, your calls and a former Cardinal with some thoughts on Kyler Murray. This is ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Triple eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Taking your calls on the best landing spot for Lamar Jackson here on Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Courtney Cronin, Aaron Goldhammer sitting in for the guys on this Thursday afternoon. We just went through the scenario where Tampa Bay could get into the mix. Doesn't feel too likely because they're going to start siphoning off some of their assets, heading towards a rebuild, so we think. But what other options out there are yes. out there that we're not talking about. Right. Josh in North Carolina, lead us off here. What's up, Josh? Carlin. Josh. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks, thanks, 
Josh, are you th- th- having trouble hearing Josh? Hear- it, it, the callers, Courtney, it's kind of like the teams. <laughs> does any yeah. does anybody want Lamar Jackson? Josh, you're there. Go go ahead. We can hear you. Who wouldn't want Lamar Jackson? I mean, Carolina has the money, but I would say Raiders is the place for him. Josh McDaniels, he's a brilliant, he's a built brilliant offensive coordinator. You got Renfro, you got. Devontae Adams, you got a great tight end, and you got Josh Jacobs in the backfield. That he'd be dumb not to take the money if they offered him a bucket of money. And if the Ravens can't match it, he should be going to Vegas, playing to the dome. Josh, thanks so much for the call. I I don't hate this one because they're going to be looking for a quarterback regardless. Since Derek Carr just signed as a free agent, was allowed to walk With in New March. Orleans. Yeah. Yep. And so now. They're looking for somebody. Do they want to move from seven all the way up the draft board to try to draft somebody? Or do you want to go with the proven former unanimous MVP who's 26 years old, who you can get right now for yeah. two first-round picks? Yep. Although the sticking point there, are do, you brought up Al Davis and Mark yes. Davis and wondering, like, I don't know. Are they a team that you think would be willing to give a fully guaranteed or close to a fully guaranteed deal? Look, look, look Courtney, Al Davis once sued the NFL and they made a 30 for 30 film about it. So I think that if Al Davis was still around, that definitely would be a team that would, even if the 31 were thinking one way, they'd be the one that thought about it a different way. And I can't deny, man, that offense, I I don't know that I believe McDaniels is an offensive genius, but put that aside. They got receivers, they got tight end. Yeah, because who is the best receiver Lamar Jackson has played with? Can we ask that question? Hollywood Brown? Come on. I'm, I'm literally Hollywood throwing it out Brown. there. Like, 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 I'm not trying to be a jerk. Like I'm literally throwing that name out there. Yeah, Rashad I, Cor- Bateman? Cor- Courtney, I, I agree with you. I just I can't believe that there are so many people that kind of aren't excited about their team getting Lamar Jackson. Like, why? This I is think what you fans guys are more excited. For. Fans are more excited than owners and anybody leaking the information of, oh, we're not interested right now. But call us back next week if the fully guaranteed deal is not a sticking point in these negotiations. We'll see if that offer sheet ends up getting matched by more teams than at least right now it perceive it we perceive will not be matching that offer sheet. Stewart in Missouri, triple eight say ESPN, eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. You're on ESPN radio. Where's Lamar Jackson going? What's up, Stuart? Hey, this is the song I want to hear. Bienvenido a Miami. <laughs> I want to see Lamar down in South Beach. And you know what? Maybe they can knock off a few bucks just because of the taxes down there, you know? Offer him a little less. <laughs> hey, I mean, it's going home for Lamar Jackson. He is from the Pompano Beach, Miami area. It, maybe he wants to go home. Who knows? But no, Stuart, that's a interesting one because right now, We've heard from Chris Greer, the general manager of the Miami Dolphins, that they don't believe Tua is concussion-prone, that it won't be an issue. But we also don't know, is this team going to pick up Tua's fifth-year option in March, excuse me, in May, so two months away from that deadline. They have the draft capital to make that happen. But remember, they also gave up, uh, they, you know, they lost their first-round pick this year because of the tampering thing. The future picks that they have, and you pair him with Jalen Waddle, you pair him with Tyree Kill. He's never had a receiving core that fast, so right, only can imagine right. what that'll do for him. Right? Maybe they could trade like, Tua for a first round pick that because it's that's, Eddie that's my first idea. round pick, right? I mean, so mm-hmm. you know, you you or I guess is there a way, Courtney? This is, I guess, a better question for you. That now Baltimore could negotiate a trade. 
Like if if Lamar decided he wanted to sign an offer sheet somewhere else, rather than taking the two first round picks, could Baltimore get a different offer back? I have no idea if they'd be interested in Tua Tungavailoa, but I, I can't deny. It. Look, when Tua was playing well and was playing, Miami was fierce. Miami was something last year to behold. Now it's when he had those concussions and those issues, and I, I do think that's a long-term concern for him. I I disagree oh, with. Chris I absolutely Greer. think that. I mean, you know, and and you know, if you think that Lamar's health is questionable, I mean, my goodness, I, I'm as concerned about Tua's health as anybody else in the league because it's head injuries. I think this topic is much about trying to convince your favorite team's owner to make this happen at Triple Eight, say ESPN. 888-729-3776. Like, I understand their business issues. And NFL owners, like, their favorite color is green regardless. But sell your owner on trying to make the move for Lamar. Well, you know? with, with the Miami Dolphins, we know that Stephen Ross, the owner, has been aggressive in trying to make deals happen and getting quarterbacks down to Miami. Tom Brady last year, the too, tampering too, charge that cost them the first-round pick. Yeah, right. yeah. So maybe he would be here. Maybe he learned his lesson. I don't know. Rod in Detroit, I think I know where you're going with this one. What's up, Rod? Your, your quarterback destination hey. for Lamar Jackson. It's, it's got to be the Lions, and I can sell my owner on it because we haven't had anything to cheer for in forever. We got excited about almost making the playoffs. It would be a perfect fit. We've got weapons. We've got a line. It's a done deal. And it's a done deal. Rod's Rod, breaking up there, but Rod, thanks so much for uh, the Look, call. Tell the Fords. Ford owns the Lions, right? Tell the Fords. We have won one playoff game in the Super Bowl era in Detroit. If you bring Lamar Jackson and you pair him with that offense, the concepts and the way that it's been going over the course of the last year, that team might average 35 points a game. And I don't know if it's going to come with Jared Goff. They seem happy with him right now, but if you can upgrade – and you can move Jared Goff somewhere else. I don't see how you could say no to that. But again, it's going to come down to the sticking point of what does Lamar Jackson want that offer sheet to look like if he's trying to still get a fully guaranteed deal. We don't know if the Lions would be in on the mix there. But I do like the idea of there a team that has been building towards this point where there's a lot of excitement. They have an offensive line, they've got a defense, and they have receivers as well. We're going to continue to get to your calls here on Canty and Carlin throughout the show. But straight ahead, we will get to the comments of a former Aaron Arizona Cardinal and what he had to say about quarterback Kyler Murray. That's next. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
out your happy price, Priceline. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. There is a video surfacing right now on the ESPN Radio Twitter account Uh-oh. of our guy, Chris Carlin, the host of this show normally, Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, <laughs> trying to hold in a sneeze while on Greeny. I've never seen anybody do that on air. Just so happened that he was being simulcast that day, so we were able to see this. This comes days after he's having a coughing fit in the middle of calling the Texas A&M upset win over Alabama last week. So rough week for Chris Carlin, who is not here today. Courtney Cronin, Aaron Goldhammer with you on this Thursday afternoon. And rough week for Kyler Murray, catching strays from a former teammate in free agent offensive tackle, Kelvin would, Beach. Would you so- really say this is catching a stray? Like, is it news to anyone that Kyler needs to grow up a little bit. They had to put but a like, call where did it come clause from? in his contract. Like, you know, it, where mean, did it come from? This guy's a free agent. He's going on the radio tour. He first goes on Arizona sports, 98, seven saying that Murray has to quote, grow up a little bit in order to lead the franchise. And then he joined Fitz and Harry on ESPN radio to talk more about Kyler Murray. Here's what he had to say. You know, I think he did a much better job being able to interact with his teammates. Uh, I think he did a really good job of that during training camp. He did a really good job of that when he was playing. Um, and I've said this, and I said this this morning, you know, when I was on a couple shows this morning, is there's still more that he can do. Um, you know, they gave him half a billion. Um, you know, I know Oliver wouldn't guarantee, but, you know, he got, he got quarterback money. He has to grow into that valuation. And being able to grow into that valuation means he has to be able to lead. He has more responsibility. The expectations are higher. The obligations or higher, and I'm excited to see him do that. Um, and it's on him to be able to do that. And there's no knock on can he lead, is he competitive. I mean, he's one of the most competitive people I've been around. But being competitive and leading and being a leader of men are two different things. And he has the ability to do that, and I'm excited to see him do it. Well, a little correction here. He didn't get half a billion dollars. He signed a five-year contract that was just that was worth just over $230.5 million. That's not all fully guaranteed. I'm just you know nitpicking here, though. But Calvin Beecham does have a point. This is nothing new, though. So I'm curious as to how this yeah. sort of thing came up in the heat of him going on this, this tour right now of sure. radio shows, including our own here on ESPN Radio with Fitz and Harry. You know, it sounds like there was some progress made. Like in sifting through all of that, when he talked about the fact that Kyler Murray has matured, but there is still a lot of work to do. You know, that's the obvious, but when are we going to see Kyler Murray get there? Because that ACL injury, he's probably not playing until November at the earliest. That's right. And I I think also, you know, when a guy has really early success in his career and Kyler Murray stepped on the field, was pretty good right away. And then in his second season, I think his team started 8-0 and 10-2, and if I'm not mistaken. They got hurt. Sometimes when that happens, it's the worst thing that can happen to a guy's career because then he stops taking the job as seriously. It feels like it comes too easy for him. And I think Kyler Murray needs a big reset. I'm glad they changed coaches. Obviously, this injury is going to put his career in totally different perspective. There's the issue of him staying healthy. But then, Courtney, there's no excuse when you're getting paid that money to not work hard enough. And it... When you look at the clause in the contract and you look at the evidence, the hard evidence that we have, I don't think Kyler Murray works hard enough to, for, for the amount of money that he makes. And I'm talking about the commitment on on the field and off in the building and away from the building. 
Um, I just think it's clear that he needs to recommit his priorities to football being near the top of the list if he's ever going to really turn his career around. And those are probably tough words to hear from a teammate, but it can't be surprising to Kyler Murray because it's a no conversation way. that has probably happened in the locker room. And it's probably, I mean, we hell, we've seen some of the sideline blowups that he had with DeAndre Hopkins last year, in addition to the sideline blowups with him and former Arizona coach Cliff Kingsbury. But when somebody who's out there blocking for you to make sure that you can stay upright and make sure you don't get injured is saying, you need to take this thing a little bit more seriously. You need to grow up a bit. I think he's kind of reading the room and saying the quiet part out loud. So maybe for Kyler Murray and maybe yeah. for everybody else in the Arizona Cardinals, we know that Kelvin Beecham's headed towards free agency. Yeah. But maybe it's a situation where it's it's it, I don't know if this is supposed to light any fire underneath him because he he would have known this already. No. Well, listen, he's a five foot eleven quarterback, right? Who is an incredible athlete. I mean, geez, when you watch him run around Courtney and make plays. It is something to behold, but that's not necessarily a formula for long-term sustained success in the NFL. Just totally pulling stuff out of your butt as you run around chucking the ball with one hand or the other hand. I mean, that's where Kyler Murray really makes magic happen. Where I think he has to change his game is he has to be able to play within the structure of an offense. And I go back with him, Court, to did he want to play football or baseball? Mm-hmm. Right. Because he was talented enough to play either sport and be a high draft pick at either sport was a high draft pick at both sports. And I just wonder, again, how committed he is to this, especially in the midst of the injury situation that he's having. So, look, man, I'm rooting for him. Courtney, he is fun to watch. He yeah, is he good is. for the NFL when he is at the peak of his powers. But there are some things the early success of his career, I don't think has served him well. And and maybe it's a wake-up call. I don't know. Like, he's going to have a lot of time to think about this because he will be out an extended period of time because he did tear his ACL last November. So you'd like to think year recovery time. He'll have the extended part of the offseason where he can focus on trying to get back to where he was and what he wants to be. I mean, he's 25 years old. He's sitting on the rest of his future, and he's got a lot of money tied into his future and his success. No doubt. But right now it looks like the worst contract in the NFL, doesn't it? Mm. I mean, because of what the guarantees are, I don't think it falls into that category. I mean, again, like – talking about the guaranteed contracts and the fully guaranteed of what Lamar Jackson wants all day long because of what Deshaun Watson got. Kyler Murray didn't get that, but he did get paid, and he didn't live up to that. And, of course, there were clauses in the contract that made you go, hmm, wondering how that whole thing was going to pay out. But he's got people calling him out. Maybe it's a good thing. Maybe it's something to light a fire under him coming up next season. Straight ahead, the clock it's ticking for one NFL team. We tell you which one next here on Candy and Carlin. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.